ねねねねねねねねねねねねねねねねパッマン I'm Pat Man Welcome everybody to the Tribal Brand Podcast I am you Winton Today is January 25th 2020 and I hope everybody out there in podcast land is doing fantastico I'm not doing too bad not doing too bad at all in fact I'm doing fucking great had myself a stellar, stellar interview on Tuesday. Called my wife right after and said, Hey, this one uh, might be a sticker. Might be a good one. I said, I wouldn't doubt if he calls me by the time I get home. Ten minutes later. Hello, I say. How you doing, Barry? He says, I'm doing fantastic. How you doing? I say, I'm doing pretty good. He goes, well, I talked to my boss and he, had, he does have one question. He goes, how many... Uh, how many, uh, you know, are you entertaining a lot right now? Are you, are you looking at some offers? I'm like, well, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to play. I'm here to work. So, uh, what's up? He goes, well, the only thing is we'd like to bring you on, but it's going to be about three weeks. I'm like, mm, nah, you know, that's not going to really work for me, man. Uh, you know, I got to get to work. That's the way it is. He goes, well. Let me call him back and I'll get right back. Two minutes later. He says, I don't know what you did, but uh, he said, okay, two weeks. So I'm going to work on February 3rd, 2020. Feels pretty good to know that I'll be going back to work pretty soon. You know, it's crazy because last year at the same time I was off work too. I was off the whole week before the Super Bowl. So now I get to chill, watch the Super Bowl next weekend. And I hope you'll all get on board with me and root for San Francisco 49ers. Because we don't need all that Native American appropriation going on there. The appropriation bowl, right? You're going to have all them people, all them white folks, getting dressed up in Native American attire. You know, headdresses, beating drums, tomahawk chop, all that appropriation. We don't need that. We do not need that. This is 2020, right? I am a little bit afeard, though, for the 49ers because the uh, Kansas City Chiefs do have a lot of firepower, but so does the San Francisco 49ers. I told you all what they were going to do to the Green Bay Packers, right? The Green Bay Peckerheads got their asses handed to them again. I was kind of rooting for the Green Bay Peckerheads because my wife loves Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, she's got a thing for that dude. I don't know. The window's closing pretty fast for that guy. So I don't think he's got another. I mean, he might have one more shot, but I really doubt it. In fact, I think they should start looking for another quarterback for the future. Because, you know, once they fall off that cliff, man, it goes pretty rapid. And, yeah, Aaron's still got that arm. He's still got that, you know, he's throwing them like darts. But, duh. I don't think he's going to do it anymore. Anyway, enough of that bullshit. So the job I'm going to be doing is up in Seattle again, which is fine. The money's better than where I was at. They're going to give me all the bennies, fuel money, phone money, paid holidays, 52 hours a year, sick pay. Uh, What else? Hmm... 100% paid on my health insurance, health, dental, and vision. So what the hell, man? It's already better than Depp Homes, 
right? In fact, I'm still trying to get my unemployment benefits from that fucker. I think he's going to deny me, so that means we're going to have to go to unemployment war, right? I'm going to have to get on the phone. I'm going to fight the son of a bitch till I get what's mine. He didn't have any reason to fire me. No reason at all. Fired with no cause. I know this is a right-to-work state, which means they can shit-can you for any reason they want, which is some fucking bullshit, right? I mean, you know what I was thinking about doing? Creating a superintendent's motherfucking union. Wouldn't that be awesome? Huh? Get some fucking backup and union and shit like that going? I could be the president of the union. Anyway, the interview went fantastic. I mean, I was firing them off just like that. I was having all the answers and all the questions. I was like a big block firing on eight cylinders, man. It was a, it was awesome. Felt good. You've had them before. You've had them interviews where, man, it just felt good. I felt fantastic. I felt great. And here we are. Patman's very happy right now. So I've had a lot of time in the last week catching up on the whole peachy thing, you know, impeach the president thing. Man, what I'd like to know is who's paying for all them fucking suits, right? Fuck, them guys each got a different fucking suit on every day. God damn. I wouldn't mind being a politician if I could have all them suits. Shit. Got new ties, new suits, new everything, man. Those guys got it made. They got to sit around, bullshit, try to talk to somebody into fucking doing something. You know, arguing their side. This is this and that is that and he's this and he's that. It's a fucking joke, man. I'm down with the Democrats because they're pretty pretty cool about what they're doing. You know, they laid it out. They showed that, I mean, hey, the dude's a dirty bird, right? He, he fucking obstructed Congress, man. It's proven. It's what he did. He tried to cover it up, you know? But there's no law that says he can't do that. There's no law. Of course there is. There's a law. Fuck, man. So now we have the Republicans coming up. They're stepping up to the plate. Now they're going to start all their bullshit, all their rhetoric, same old shit. You know, we all know how it's going to play out. He's not going to get convicted unless there's some sort of miracle. We need like five or six of the Republicans to jump to that side. But what we're just trying to do is get some witnesses, right? Getting them some witnesses, man. If I went to court, I would want all the fucking witnesses on my side and their side. Let's be fair about this thing, right? Let's be fair. But the Republicans have already decided which way they're going to vote, so it's not going to be a conviction. He's not going to get removed from office. So why don't we just stop this right now and get back to business, right? Because he's going to get back into the uh, running for president again. And as soon as he's not convicted, he's gonna, that's all he's going to fucking talk about. That's all he's going to fucking tweet about. He's going to do the same shit he's been doing for the last several months. There was no collusion. It was a perfect conversation. I did nothing wrong. I mean, how can you fucking extort a fucking country? All right? A country that's fighting against Russia. Right? He holds money back from them. Until he gets what he, oh, oh, I got caught. I better release that money right away. He knew he was fucking busted. So that's when he turned the money back over, right? And then he tried to cover it up. That's obstruction of justice. And then when he goes into Congress and he doesn't, he tells all his fucking people, hey, I don't want you to go up there and fucking uh, testify, okay? If you're subpoenaed, you don't go. Well, that's obstruction of fucking Congress, right? If I did that, or if you did that, what would happen? 
go to fucking jail, right? I mean, let's face it, the president does get a lot of fucking leeway, right? He is the president. He gets away with a lot of shit. But let's be honest, man. He's a fucking turd. And not only that, it's already out there that 73 or 5% of the fucking public want to have witnesses. Even the Republicans and the fucking Democrats, right? We want to fucking have witnesses. Let's, let's fucking do it. Come on. Anyway, enough of that bullshit. So I came across this story I want to read to you guys, okay? I love American Indian stories, Native American, Indigenous, whatever you like. But I love to listen to them. I love to read them. So I've, I came across one that I wanted to read to you guys. All right. And every once in a while, I might throw one in here and there. Uh, this one here is about the wise owl. It's a woodland Indian myth. And there is an old saying, wise is an owl. People are always saying that. But the truth is, owls were not always wise. Okay. Once upon a time, a long time ago, the everything maker was very busy making all the animals, all the plants, and all the rocks, and caverns, and everything else that covered the earth. Owl had not been made. He had been given a voice, and two eyes, and a head, and a body, and strong wings. Owl was waiting his turn to be formed. I want a long neck like a swan. Owl told the everything maker, I want red feathers like the cardinal and a beak like a hawk. Yes, yes, mumbled the everything maker. Whatever you want, but you must wait your turn. The everything maker looked sharply at the owl. Your eyes are open again. You know that no one is allowed to watch me work. Turn around and close your eyes. I have no time for you now. I am busy creating rabbit the everything maker turned his attention back to Rabbit, who was shaking with nervousness. And what do you want, little Rabbit? The everything maker asked encouragingly. Long legs and ears. Rabbit spoke softly. And fangs. Could I possibly have a fang or two? And claws? I would dearly love to have claws. The everything maker smiled. I think we could manage some claws and fangs. He smoothed Rabbit's long legs and ears. Silly Rabbit! Owl hooted Lolly, why don't you ask for something useful, like wisdom? This is your last warning, Owl. Be quiet and wait your turn. Owl twisted around and glared at the everything maker. You have to do it, he hooted. You have to give us what we ask. I demand wisdom. I warned you, Owl, shouted the everything maker. He shoved Owl's head down into his body, which made Owl's neck disappear. He gave Owl a shake, which made Owl's eyes widen in fright. He pulled Owl's ears until they stuck out from his head. The everything maker snapped his fingers. I have made your ears big, the better to listen. I have made your eyes big, the better to see. I have made your neck short, the better to hold up your head. I have packed your head with wisdom, as you have asked. Now, use your wisdom and fly away before you lose what I have given. Owl was no longer a fool. He flew quickly away, pouting and hooting. The everything maker turned back to the rabbit, smiling gently. Claws, he reminded himself. But the rabbit was gone. Rabbit had hopped hurriedly away, too afraid of the everything maker to stay for his fangs and claws. As for Owl, Owl knew he had angered the everything maker again. He would lose all that he had gained. Even today, Owl only comes out at night.
when the everything maker is fast asleep. As for the rabbit, his claws and fangs are waiting. Perhaps someday. And that, my friends, is how the owl and the rabbit were created by the everything maker. Now, I hope you all enjoyed that little story. I'm going to have more as, you know, time goes on. I'm looking for one right now to tell the story of how the raccoon got his mask. That'll be a good one. I'll do some searching and I'll find it. And when I find out who these authors are, I'll definitely give them credit. I found this on Google. So if you all want to find some more stories, you can find them on there. All right. So I wake up about 2 o'clock in the morning and I look at a little bit of ESPN, you know, the sports uh, channel, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And they're recapping a game, basketball game, and a dude went up and he slam dunked over the top of this guy. And the announcer says, bury me at wounded knee. Excuse me? Did I fucking hear you say what I thought I heard you say? Bury me at wounded knee? You're going to use that as a reference in a fucking basketball game? I know I heard what I heard. I do not know how I'm going to fucking approach this, but uh didn't make me very happy, right? I mean, come on, man. I think I'm going to post that on the Twitter world and see what happens, right? See if the Twitter can uh, back me up on this because I think it's some bullshit. And then I might write to ESPN and say, I think this is some bullshit. I don't know whether the dude should be fired. I don't think he should be fired, but he should be reprimanded. I think he should go out and, uh, you know, do something. Do something to, to make it fucking right. You don't do that reference. Come on. I mean, let's just say I go up and uh, let's say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ball player, right? I'm an announcer for baseball or football, right? And then uh, one of the defensive backs comes up and just smashes the fucking uh, wide receiver, the quarterback. And I say, oh, my God, he blew him up just like they did in fucking uh, Pearl Harbor, right? Blow me up like Pearl Harbor, right? People would be a little bit fucking bent out of shape about that. I wouldn't blame them. You shouldn't use references where people are fucking massacred to, to get your point across, right? Don't do that shit. That's just another fine example of people who are ignorant and have no fucking education. That have no sensitivity to how this fucking country was fucking made, right? Come on, man. Using those references piss me off. I've said it before and I'll continue to say it. Don't do that shit. I'd love to find out who that was that said that. I wonder if I can. Hmm. I'm going to look into that. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Anyway, you guys see where we have another virus coming into this country from Asia? Yeah, Asia. That's a big fucking country over there that's got billions of fucking people. And they're, you know, the virus is just floating around. So now it's made its way over here to the United States of America. And now you got all the people fucking freaking out and worried about what's going to happen. Oh my God, we don't want to get the fucking virus. People are dying. Oh shit. Come on, man. Why don't they just bring smallpox back? Get that out there. Let that go around a little bit. See how they like that. Oh, that's kind of fucked up of me, right? I shouldn't say shit like that. Anyway, I hope I don't get that virus. I hope my wife doesn't get that virus. People need to be fucking aware, man. You know, the people that are coming in and out of Asia, it was Chinese fucking uh, New Year just the other day, right? You got people up there in Seattle on the streets all partying up and having a good old time. Well, how many of their relations came over here from Asia to celebrate? They need to keep them people out of this country for now until they find out what the hell's going on. 
They said they can come up with a vaccine, but it might take three months. Three months. By that time, you're going to have all kinds of dead people. It's the old people that I worry about. It's the young people I worry about. I myself, you know, I'm getting up there. I don't want to catch no virus that can fucking kill me. Shit. I mean, I've already fucking smoked myself out, right? I might be able to handle a little cancer, but a virus like that? Probably not. I am very excited that this new job will afford me some good insurance, though. I'm not even going to have to pay any money out of pocket for that insurance, unless, of course, I go to the doctor. Then you got the fucking, uh, you know, the copay bullshit. But anyway, I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, and also, they're going to give me a fucking company credit card. So if I need to go down to the store and buy something for the job site, I don't have to go back to the office and get a, a signature saying that I can go pick up that can of paint or whatever. I can just go get it, man. Let's make life a little bit easier for Patman on the job site. Let's do that. Well, now I can get myself out of this funk I've been in for the last week or so, a couple weeks. You know, I've been feeling, you know, fucking blue, man. It's like, what the fuck? I've never been laid off so much over the last four years in my life. It's like a fucking revolving door. The redundancy of it all. It's like just as soon as you get settled in, these builders like to make changes, right? Because they like to throw people under the bus. They like to blame it on people down below them. Oh, it must be their fault, you know? It must be their fault why this isn't getting done. Oh, did, did you ever think that maybe it's because you haven't been paying your fucking vendors on time, right? They don't want to come back. The most important part of my job is the schedule. And the only way I can keep that schedule going is if they're being paid. You know, there's some vendors that'll put up with it for a little bit, but they need to pay. You know, the the company standards are this. They turn in all their invoices by the 1st, and then they get paid on the 10th. That's the way it is. That's like the way it is all around the fucking world, right? But they're not going to keep coming back if they're not going to get paid. Anyway, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and hope that this company is stellar and upfront and honest. I'm not going to trust them yet. I'm not going to trust them for a long time. Because you know how the loyalty is? It's like nothing. Loyalty means nothing to these people. So I'm just going to keep my head to the grindstone. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to do a fucking fantastic job, as I always do. See if I can't help them out. And then we'll see where it goes. It was pretty funny the other day. My wife says, I'll give you a month and you'll be hating them already. You'll be hating them. She's probably right. I always find the fucking worst in shit. And then I complain about it and bitch about it. And just keep going back and taking more. But I have been weed free, everybody. Yeah, I still haven't smoked any pot. It's been three weeks. I figured, what the fuck? They didn't drug test me, which was fine. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. But once I get started, if I feel like taking a toke, I'm going to. I'm not going to, you know, brag about it or make a big deal out of it. But as you all know, a little weed a day does take the edge away. But I hope this podcast does find you well and everything like that. I am you, Winton. Peace. <laughs>